So, welcome to another episode of Truth Exists. I am Marlon Brand, here with Jeff Klein. What's going on, Jeff? Good morning, good morning. How's everything going? Oh, man, just another great day, man. And um, I'm excited to be alive and be able to have my morning coffee and sit here and go over some website work and definitely be able to lock in and, you know, have this discussion this morning. So, yeah, I'm excited, man. It's the... The more when we, the more I looked into it, the more I I couldn't get out of it. It was like a like a deep, dark hole of uh, web of corruption, man. It's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And happy New Year's to everybody out there that listens and downloads. Yeah, yeah. Our, our podcast, we definitely appreciate that. Again, you can Spotify, Deezer, iTunes, um, any platform out there that you could uh listen to uh, audio podcasts on um, we're out there so we definitely appreciate everybody that's been tuning in and um let's let's just uh get into it so our discussion today is uh we're going to be talking a little bit about glenn maxwell uh case i know a lot of people already see out there that uh <clears throat> she was found guilty um we already know some of the history with her and uh you know jeffrey epstein and uh the sex ring that they ran uh, with minors and how they would uh, infiltrate uh, the different corporations, entities, businessmen and women, and um, kind of parlay them into this world of uh, deviant sexual fantasies. Uh, but for the most part, uh, some things that I was uh, looking into with Ghislaine Maxwell, for those who uh, may uh, not know out there, is that her father, Robert Maxwell, was a huge uh, tycoon back in the days during the British, uh, you know, time back in, uh, great in, in Britain. Um, he had run a lot of media, uh, you know, uh, outlets out there. So she grew up pretty privileged and had a, a good opportunity in life to be able to, uh, you know, kind of be put in front of some big names and get some affiliations and things out there. So as we get into these discussions, uh, we want to make sure that people kind of understand some of the background uh, of these people as well as uh, what's taking place today in these situations where we see now there's a juror where uh, Jeff was telling me that uh, he's uh, possibly going to be the reason why this case um, gets uh, not acquitted. Is it a mistrial? That's what I'm, that's the word. Yeah, mistrial. Um, Some of the connections with this juror is kind of interesting and this is what we want to expose here on Truth Exists. So I'm going to let Jeff uh, kind of delve into some of that and just kind of give some, um, you know, context more to uh, our discussion here this morning. Well, uh, the other thing, too, I uh, just want to add about my, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's father. He <laughs> it was never proven, but it is um, claims uh, is that he was a spy as well for the uh, for Mossad and for um, MI6 or whatever the kind of like whatever the the British Secret Service is. Um, so there's claims that he was an actual spy as well. Well, that 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 would be he will definitely have been a, a major asset to something like that in the fact that he ran a such a huge media conglomerate. And you know has so many connections. I mean, that would have been a major, you know, yeah. you know, chip in the pocket for them. So 
but I didn't find anything that proved it, but a lot of, a lot of um, reporters and a lot of uh, people who, who know about the dealings. So that, that was a whole nother rabbit trail I didn't go into, but mm-hmm. was one of the, the st- so not proven, but um, a lot of a- allegations made that he was a spy. Mm. So seemed like she was around that type of dirty work at a very early age. Early age, yeah. yeah. And what I mean by dirty work is just creating a web um, of network of corruption around you so that your business and uh, could be used within the government and with within the private sector. And mm-hmm. that's where, um, as I see the, the juror, um, what happened was the, the let's just kind of, I'm just going to kind of paint the picture of who's involved in this whole process. Mm-hmm. Um, so we look at the judge. The judge is Allison Nathan. She was, um, she was, she's been a judge, but she wasn't on this um, circuit. Um, okay. And she was, uh, she's a newly appointed judge, uh, relatively new in the, in the judge. You know, most judges have been judges for a long time. Yeah. Um, or been around there, but she's worked with some big time judges and aided them and, and did different. She, she, I think she teaches um, and gives lectures as well mm-hmm. um, at, at college. But she, she is one of the first LGBTQ judges to be assigned, um, openly assigned as oh. a. Um, so she's she's not she's well known in that in some spheres just because she was one of the first to openly come out like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but I want to just say that she was personally assigned for this case by Biden. Okay. So she was, she was handpicked for this case. Wow. Okay. Um, now a lot of us don't have huge confidence in Biden and we know how corrupt his family is, um, how corrupt he is outside of being the president with all the money that, that they've been making up off of all the deals through the government into the private sector. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all coming out. It's proven. Um, but Biden has just been able to hold off as when he's a president. They've been able to hold off so there is prosecutions on what they've done. Um, as a family but so we've got a judge could be could not be corrupt we don't know um then we have the prosecution um which is a team of prosecutors but one of the major part major pieces of that prosecution um is um maureen comey which is james comey's daughter and if you don't know who James Comey is he's the one who lied to Congress who basically protected Obama Biden um, and um, the Clintons mm-hmm. 
um, from um, prosecution uh, for spying on on a citizen um, using government, um, basically government resources to spy on it on a citizen of the United States, which was Trump, while he was running for president. Yeah, and, under and, the assumption that he was supposedly working with Russia. Yeah, yeah, and and, and the fact that the, the media does, you know, correct the fact that there was nothing found that they won't even put that out there. And let that be known. Yeah, go ahead, continue. I mean, even to the point that they have found stuff, they have proven. Um, right now, one person has already gone to jail um, through the Durham investigation. So it is proven right now, there's no doubt about it, that Biden, Obama, and Hillary Clinton all worked together to trick the court system to give them a uh, basically um, uh, a piece of paper or a stamp of approval to go and spy on Donald Trump. Mm. They, they know for a fact that yeah. it was rigged documents mm-hmm. and, and, and a lie that, and they all knew that it was a lie yeah. and they promoted the lie so that they can get the FISA court to give them um, a permission to go spy on him. Mm-hmm. So we know that that is corrupt. And Comey was a part of that. Yep. By yep. cover, trying to cover up while Trump was in office because mm-hmm. he was the head of the FBI. Now his daughter is one of the largest or the bigger names of the prosecution. So the prosecution is the group that's trying to to uh, to to get the worst, you know, to 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 put this person in jail for the longest time. That's their goal. Yeah, it is. prove that she did something wrong and get the longest time for her. Right. Yep. Now, Comey's daughter was the same prosecution prosecutor who when Epstein first got arrested and supposedly attempted suicide that she can't had to come out publicly because she was in charge of the investigation that they lost the video and she blamed it on the the jail saying the jail somehow when they went to go upload it, they lost it. Oh, right. And the one that the jail gave them was the wrong floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she went back and said, oh, we found it. And then after they found it, they came back and said, no, it's the wrong. It was the wrong one. And it didn't show anything. Wow. Damn. And the whole, the only reason why that video was, was being forced out was not because of the prosecution it wasn't that they asked for the video it was the actual roommate or the jailmate cellmate asked for the video there his lawyer said you need to get this video out there because you want to prove that it was not my client it was something else yes and so that forced them to look for the video and that guy that was in his cellmate was basically killed, I think, four, four or six people. I can't remember the number. Buried him in their backyard and was in jail. And so a lot of people thought, believed that it was a ploy 
to get him into a safer environment um, and get him into some kind of federal government facility that was more like a resort <laughs> than an actual jail. Wow. Wow. Um, so she was mixed up in that controversy. Okay. Okay. So now we have a judge appointed by politicians that we know are corrupt. Then we've got um, a district attorney who has been caught up in, we don't know, it was never proven that, but we know that videos don't just get lost. And on top of that, the next time that he actually did supposedly commit suicide, that video got lost. So so that's two (laughs) videos. Nobody talks about that. That's two videos Mm -hmm. that got lost. Now, you guarantee if there was a prison riot or um, some kind of um, violence against one of the the correctional officers, they would have that video up and isolated and played, and that per that jail person in jail would be going to doing li- lifetimes five, yeah, because they we, would have every video of his time. day lined yep. up. Yep, those videos don't just get lost. So, so we know that. Um, so on top of that, um, now they pick the jury, and during the jury um, selection process. They were very clear. The, the judge just came out and said, I was very clear with all, the, all of the jurors that we selected that if they had prior sexual abuse in their lives, then they needed to step down because they, were not, they wouldn't be able to judge and be a jury of this case they want to make sure that everybody is biased, that, that, that they're not going to sway either way. Yeah. And so if somebody has abuse, they're going to, they're going to say, no, it was Elaine, Elaine's guilty, guilty, guilty. It was her, you know, yeah. because, because of their bias. Right. So you might be thinking, well, why would this be a big deal? Um, all of a sudden, because now this jury went through the selection process Actually, during the duration of the trial and all the jurors together, he came out to the rest of the jurors and said, I was abused. And so you have to look at it in a different way and actually told the jurors because not all the jurors were on the same page and they were they were split on certain um, on certain key witnesses they didn't believe certain witnesses because there was some mix-up of the stories and timelines and so he came out and said well you can't always look at the specifics when somebody's being abused because they remember the abuse and they kind of lock out some of the specifics exactly that's how that's how we deal with some of this as humans Mm -hmm. um, from the trauma and the pain. And so that might sound very innocent and that might sound like he's actually helping to, to prosecute Elaine Maxwell, but actually 
just hit by him doing that, now Elaine Maxwell's lawyer is filing for a mistrial because he swayed the rest of, of, of the jurors to, to convict her um, with his own personal um, abuse. Wow. When he lied and he lied and supposedly lied and said that he didn't have by not saying that he 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 was abused, it was really a lie. And now yeah. it's coming out. So now it's helping her, and now they're saying it should be a mistrial. Now, from my understanding of a mistrial, that they couldn't be retried again. Exactly the on the same thing. Yeah. Mm, see that is see, that's, that, that's interesting if that upholds that just goes along with the underlining uh, storyline of everybody being connected some kind of way yeah and, and the crazy thing we, we're talking about connection we talked about the judges we talked about the, the lawyer but the juror that that came out and 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 said this and and he and the funny thing was not only he's the only juror that came out publicly nobody else has said anything he's as soon as the trial was done he set up an interview with i don't know who it was but some news news broadcaster and did an interview about the trial and that's when he also claimed that he said something so he he went out into the spotlight to say this. Okay, yeah. So Jeff, like we were saying, um, everything and that last part, I could always bridge it and um, edit it. Okay, but it's saved anyway. Gotcha. But yeah, it does. It doesn't matter. So okay, that's why I like this program as well. So, but like you were saying, um, all all of these different entities that that's playing into this mistrial it, it, if it happens and it just shows that they were all connected and it may and it would make even more sense that this person was a plant that you exactly. going again to setting up this jury pool you didn't want anybody in there you wanted to make sure that it was non-biased that nobody came in there with any other biases but you allowed this one person to come in there let it go all the way to the end and then allow, allow this to be revealed which makes it very interesting and you know and this 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 plays into the fact of uh the specific groups and things that you were telling me about that that controls all of these different parts um and this being a possibility so you you can continue on yeah so this the juror's name um is scotty david the one thing I could not find out is mm -hmm. what what his position is in the company, mm -hmm. but he works for one of the most corrupt companies in the history of America, and it's called the Carlisle Group. Mm. And a lot of people might have heard it very quickly. It's um, they have their they have their their hands in many different aspects of of corruption mm -hmm. in America. And this company all kind of came came together in the late eighties, early nineties, when 
Bush Sr. Um, was in office. Right after Reagan came, left, Bush came in and the Carlisle Group had already been formed, but they're one of their biggest... Um, and what the Carlisle Group is, is basically they go and buy companies and companies they buy companies fix them mm-hmm. and then turn around and flip them they also manage other companies money mm. and assets so they 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 manage money but they also they're an acquisition company they go out and acquisition these these companies and what they've been doing is living off of the industrial or the basically the military industrial complex Mm -hmm. meaning every war that we've had since bush senior they have profited and made billions of dollars um so when they went out when they went into iraq the carlisle group bought up all the debt of iraq so Iraq owed money to many different countries. Right. They came in and bought the debt mm, and yeah. said, don't worry, America, we'll take care of this. We'll buy yeah. the debt. Yep. And then the person that was running the company, which his name is David Rubenstein, also was in the cabinet of Bush. So he was influencing these other company, countries mm. saying, guess what? Kuwait, we owe, you know, Iraq owes you X amount of millions, billions of dollars. Um, you're going to have to settle. Yeah, see. So now they, they basically robbed these other countries, made money on all of the debt that, that Iraq made by, by acquisitioning all this, these other um, assets in Iraq to pay for it. So they got all of the gold and everything to pay for this debt and then turned around and told the countries that they weren't going to pay them back through the government. See. <laughs> How, that, so yeah. they're basically using the government. And so this is the first time in history that these corporations are intertwined, like linked to the government and the government is working for the, for the company and the companies are working for the government. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that even got worse after 9-11. And what happened before a 9-11, um, one of the largest, richest families in the world was the uh, Obama, I mean, not Obama, the Bin Ladens. So Osama Bin Laden, the guy who supposedly blew up the World Trade Center, <laughs> yeah. his family was this company, the Carlisle's largest asset in the company. They had billions and billions of dollars in, in this company, in the Carlisle Group, and they managed their money, and they bought and sold other companies to build those assets. So they owned construction companies, defense companies, um, war, like, you know, like companies that would build 
um, airplanes and, and different, um, di different military uh, weapons companies. And so they went out and bought all these companies for the Obamas, I mean, for the uh, Bin Ladens. And then after 9-11, they went out and said, oh, well, we, can't, we can no longer do business with you because uh, your son is a terrorist. <laughs> wow. So they made something like, I, I, within, it was only months. It was like less than a year that they were working with each other mm -hmm. openly. And, and just from that, they made $3.2 billion. Wow. And then after that, after 9-11, you remember, that's when the NSF, NSA opened up. The National Security, um, or is it the NSA? Yes, the NSA. I don't know what, what does the NSA stand for. But um, they're the ones that were were created to spy on all these terrorists all over the world so that we wouldn't be attacked again. And Congress openly signed off on allowing private companies to spy on whatever they wanted to spy on as long as they were looking for terrorists. And so at that moment, after 9-11, they, they took our rights as an American, we, they took our rights away for... Um, and the government started to spy on all the people. Mm. And we allowed that because we didn't understand what they were doing. No, at the time, right. Exactly. But the government knew, and there was a big, big fight, but they didn't really broadcast it. They didn't make it seen. Um, but under, this, under the disguise of the war on terrorism, they coined that phrase, war on terrorism, they gave our rights away. And if you remember, a gentleman named Snowden was the one who figured it out and found out how all these companies, private companies, were working together, spying on different aspects of our country and other entities in the world. And they were doing it legally. But then these corporations were all these, all of these separate, because what the government said was, okay, we'll have a separate company spy on this a separate company do this a separate company and then they won't they won't talk to each other mm -hmm. so so this company will only have a piece of the pie well what they found out is the carlisle group owned them all oh see that's what so like we were saying that they, they this carlisle group just to kind of regroup everything this carlisle group they come in they 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 in some in some instances they make good relationships with people and in some instances they make relationships with people where they know they're going to manipulate it to make it bad in the in the future so then they can assume power over you yeah. um, and these other relationships they create uh they go into it knowing what's already about to take place but they're pretty much in in, in corruption as a whole they play a major part in the funding uh buying out other other things and, and just pretty much using the money to create the people they need to, to, to place the kind of control that they need to put out there. It's pretty much a, a, exactly. Okay. And and then the government used uses that power mm -hmm. 
for whatever they need. So they they call their they call those tickets in. Like, hey, listen, we need to spy on Donald Trump, mm-hmm. or we need to spy on this leader of this country because we need to get something against him because um, he's he's getting a lot of following and he might overturn the government that we've already placed there that we have control over. Mm. So now they're using these corporations and entities for all these different reasons. And then when, you know, in a lot of these countries, like just imagine all the countries that we went into and caused mayhem, like I, um, Afghanistan, right? Yeah. Who, who do you think got all the security jobs and the rebuilding jobs? And to go in there and rebuild Afghanistan, <laughs> was all, all those companies were owned by the Carlyle Group. Mm. When we went into Libya and blew everything up and killed who went in and took all those oil mines and redid them and owned all of that, these companies. Yeah. Who, go, who went into, and this is a big one, and a lot of people don't realize this, and this is why it's such an important part of um, the story about Trump, is the actual, um, the government that was put into place in, um, what's that country uh, by Russia, uh, that uh, they said that, uh, basically Hunter Biden went, um, Hunter went in and, and was a banker and uh, ran a whole bunch of money. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I forgot the, go- oh, what is it? It's not, I always want to say Croatia, but it's not Croatia. Yeah. I told um, missing it in my mind right now. It's who I had it. I'm told- oh, I apologize. I shouldn't bring it up if I don't know the name, but, um, anyway, that Northern Euro- Euro- European country, we went in and the CIA and these media companies all connection, all connected to the Carlisle group went in and basically forged a uprising and through the people and CIA on the ground, like fake, um, basically they were fake um, students and, and they were, the CIA went over there and acted like they were from that country and started to gather people at grassroots and created an uprising against the government, kicked that government out and put, and then Obama and Hillary Clinton put in who they wanted so that they can control that area so that they could be close to controlling Russia oh, yeah. in that area. Because yeah. They sense. don't want Russia to, to, to grab control. Mm-hmm. That's that's so that's they use, strategic. That's how they do it. Yeah, but when they go into these countries and do that, the all these, all the the money transfer that goes on and the power transfer through corporations, are all connected back to this Carlisle Group mm. and this gentleman named David Rubenstein. I mean, the stuff that he's. I'm just going to read some of the stuff. Now, we want to talk about connections and some of these high-powered people. Like, if you just looked at how many 
boards like um, Bill Gates is on. Oh, yeah. we. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. And you just look at how many boards he's on. You can see strategically what he wants to control. Mm -hmm. Like, why would he be on a board of farmers or, you know, um, environmental conservation? Yeah. Uh, You know, all these different things. And so when you look at this guy, Rubenstein, um, he is like into everything. Like he's the co-founder and the co-chair of of the um, the Carlisle Group, but he's a part of the Economic Club in Washington. He's a Harvard Global Advisory Council, Harvard University. He's the Harvard president. Um, he's a fellow of Harvard College, basically, and he's a part of their um, board. He's a part. He's a member of the board of Harvard Corporations. Um, Institute of Advanced Advanced Studies. He's a trustee. Uh, John Hopkins Medicine. He's a trustee. Wow. Um, Kennedy Center for Performing Arts. He's a chairman. The Lincoln Center for Performing Arts. And I bring those up is because when we did a show, um, when when they were coming out with the first. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. You kind of dipped out. Yeah, you dipped out, but you're back. Hello. Hello? Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Yeah, I'm right here. You can't hear me. I think I I don't know. Uh, maybe you had a notification or something. On your- I had a phone call. Oh, that's what it was. That's what I was gonna say. Next time, that's what happened to me too. Is the do not disturb. That's what we have to make sure we have our phone. Yeah, I you thought know? I had it on. I don't- yeah, because it kicks the audio. Like as soon as you uh try to come back in, you think it's still going, but it kicks your audio off. Gotcha. But I heard you talking, but it just wasn't, you know, you couldn't hear me. But go ahead. You, gotcha. you, you were making that connection. So in the bill, in the in the COVID relief bill, there was like millions of dollars going to these galleries of art, um, national park foundations, uh, John Hopkins Medicine, Kennedy Center of Performing Arts. Mm-hmm. All of these things, and we and when we were going over, we were like, yo, why is this going? Because that's how they shuttle all this money into these corporations. They create these nonprofit organizations and they have these chair people who run it, and these chair people are connected with politicians. And when it's time to shell out money, the politicians are like, Who do we have to pay off? <laughs> 
So let's send some money over here. So, and it had nothing to do with COVID, had nothing to do with COVID. Oh, okay. And so, and, and the reason why I'm bringing this up, I know it doesn't really have that much to do with, with what's going on with, with Elaine, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, mm-hmm. and, but it does because basically we look at these connections and we see that even Epstein worked for the Carlisle Group. Epstein was one of their finance managers. They, he managed different groups underneath the Carlisle organization. George Soros, one of the most prolific donors of today. Oh, I mean, he, yeah. he gave the Carlisle Group $100 billion. Easy. What, Look up, just easily gave him $100 billion. Now that wasn't his money. He's just the middleman. Yeah, see that that's the that's the point I wanted to point out. <laughs> yeah, that he's was... just the middleman. But right. who gave him that hundred billion dollars to give the Carlisle group so that they had a stake in what maybe some of the money coming in or something? I mean, George Soros is his main goal, he's open about it, is he wants to create a one world government he wants to eliminate every border of every country and he wants to um create a socialist communist um a social society yeah he's like he's one of the what the uh the nwo one of the new world order type yeah he um, was the, one of the largest donors of black lives matter yeah yeah he, he funds he funds organizations, causes. He gets behind them. See, this is one thing I learned about uh, United States, and just learning like from the stuff that we're doing in our community now with grant writing and working. Everything in right in not in just Rochester, everything in the United States in the world, mainly too, is based on causes. Like a lot of people focus and hide behind causes, or they create causes to uh, clean money, but. Yeah. Every- you could put a cause in front of it; it generates and creates more of an understanding. It creates more of an acceptance amongst people. And this is what George Soros is. Uh, is very He's a uh, master. He's a master, master at it. Yeah, he uh, sits back like chess and says, "You know what? I'll fund this. I'll fund that." And I mean, when you have money at your disposal, like he has, you know, it's pretty much a Anything that we can see to fuel a fire, to, to, to lean it to the right, to lean it to the left, we have carte blanche, and he has an unlimited, he has a pretty much a, a, a textbook with no limit to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if, if somebody's out there listening, just Google what groups or what, what, what um, nonprofit or what organizations has Soros um, donated to. And you're going to see a long list of organizations, all nonprofit, yeah. that basically are all against police, against borders, yeah, uh, against you know um, capital free market. Yeah, uh, I mean, just crazy stuff. Uh, and a big thing is against voting. About uh, he, he is a big 
donator to these groups that are going out trying to allow these immigrants that they're allowing illegally into America to allow them to vote because they know they can buy their vote. Yeah. Yep. Whoever gives them citizenship gets their vote. Yeah. That'll be the next ploy of the next um, running president. Somebody to usher in there and somebody to push more of the oh, uh, one world, one uh, world currencies or uh, you know, the uh, what we were talking about those automatic payments for everybody every month. And yeah, once once they get somebody to say the right things, you know what I'm saying? Like, right now, I think that the, the, the temperament of the people, and not to get off off, off, off track of what we're talking about, it's just tie it all in. The no, it's it's all tied together, man. Yeah, yeah, everybody's temperament right now, as far as politics, is pretty much like it is what it is. We realize that we're paying more at the pump. Um, everything is starting to cost more. One thing that I did hear the other day is that now people are not looking at jobs the same anymore. No matter, uh, even at, the, at from the nursing to, uh, you know, uh, supervisor, director levels on down. And, and, and they're thinking about how can we uh, start changing the thinking the way people are looking at jobs and education as far as vocation goes. And you see all of these different uh, uh, mindsets and everybody become kind of more of a of, of a liberal type of way of thinking like I'm going to be doing myself for myself and, and other people like it's 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 a different type of atmosphere right now and I think it's the perfect time for somebody to come in and strike with that uh, 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 talk of uh, all togetherness helping for everybody, you see what this this last regime has done with you. The last two have been bad, and somebody's going to come in and play on the heartstrings and the temperament of everybody right now. Being that everybody's just kind of like in the middle, they're, they they they're not left or not right. They're just kind of like it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And people are getting fed yeah. up. I think a lot of people are really, really, really fed up. And I I truly do believe this too is that that person. Uh, better have some 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 honesty and some onus about it because I think people are are starting to do their research a little bit more so than they we like to give them credit for. I think people yeah. are starting to call out the bull, especially with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris right now. I mean, it's such a slap in the face that it's only right that you sit back now and be like, "Come on, man, let me let me see what's really let me really start paying attention to what's really going on instead of just saying, oh, I'm blue, I'm gonna vote blue." I'm red. I want to vote red. Let's really start vetting out these candidates and these people and see what's really happening. But as this conversation is, it's it's bigger than them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, Somebody it's, is controlling them. I mean, it, it's really, and that's you know, and I, I, I I'm I'm gonna say it because a lot of people don't want to hear it. But when you're talking about pulling on the heartstrings of, of middle of middle America. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what Trump did. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that knew that this was going on before now. Oh, they yeah. knew that the, the corruption and the, the rights of the people were being robbed. Yeah. Let's and Trump go. came in and said, we're going to drain the swamp. Mm-hmm. And that statement alone 
pulled on the hearts of middle Americans said, we got to get these corrupt politicians out of here. Yeah. And Trump called out both sides. Now I'm not, I'm not saying that Trump did is, is that person coming, come in next or again. But what I am saying is the corruption would have never ever been revealed if Trump never went into office because if Hillary came, Hillary would have continued that corruption oh, yeah. and took that corruption to the next level, mm-hmm. to the point that we probably would be in a, a, a worse state because of the coronavirus right mm-hmm. now, because she would have never, ever built the economy as strong as Trump did before coronavirus. Yeah. Just imagine if we had the same or worse economy went right in 2016, when Trump came into office, the economy was bad. Oh yeah, it was. Unemployment was huge. Companies were were, were going out of business. Mm-hmm. It was a it was not a good situation. And within one to one one year, Trump built an economy outside of the central banking system that is thriving still to this day. And they can't. It's taking everything possible for them to. To tear it down oh, yeah. to the point that they that they're purposely tearing it down because they want to prove that his concepts don't work. Yeah, yeah. And it lower was- taxing doesn't work. Yeah, you know we got to. They want to go back to tax the rich and give to the poor. So it's all connected, and even to the point that I found out too another uh, just crazy fact. Mm-hmm. Um, because it happened and nobody, I remember hearing about it and I was just like, how does that even happen? That's some old, what was it, an alien, you know, abduction? Like what happened? Yeah. There was, um, a, a while ago, there was a Malaysian aircraft that just disappeared over the ocean. Mm. They had no idea what happened. They never found. They searched for it, never found anything. It still wasn't found, right? No, no. Never wow. found. Oh, that is crazy. That's right. I forgot about it. Yep. Yep. Well, that Malaysian aircraft had over seven, I think 77 or 70 engineers and CEOs of a defense company who just created a new um, patent for a very high-tech digital um, chip that could could cloak um, radar to make it seem like you would there was nothing there Wow so they 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 created this and they were going back and forth um, to these different countries in China because they were the ones that were going to build the chips for them certain aspects so they were going to the to the um, these engineers were going to the plants that were going to build it for them to make sure that everything was okay they were all on one flight and they disappeared out of out of the sky never what? never defined. Literally, right? And then within the next week, the Rothschilds inherited 
this it's called a, it was a semiconductor patent um and they they are the ones who inherited that patent because they were on that they were members of the board and owners of a part of the company mm. and the carlisle group owned the company that's man listen that is freaking yo i can't even and nobody even knows what happened to that patent and where's it being used that was supposed to be used for the government yeah 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 now now it's owned by a private entity that's amazing and we all know the rothschilds yeah we all know the, yeah, the history behind it, so i don't anymore <laughs> that's a whole other show right yeah them. just 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 with them that that's very see this 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 group man and, and, and i'm pretty sure uh you know uh what we were saying his name um soros is 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 his hand is a part of all of this as well like these meetings that they have without the people and constantly um you know creating an atmosphere to where we fight against each other and we continue to put our mindsets on obtaining more and more and wanting more i said if truly people just understand the essence of food shelter and <laughs> And just be thankful for the things that you have. I said, life is just so crazy. I'm kind of glad what's happening in the job world right now, where there, you know, people. Uh, I think they said it was like 40 million people, and I forgot. I think I forgot what month they said it was. I'm sorry, I should have had the information as well. But it was like it's 40 million people. I think it was in November had quit had, had job changes, and I yeah. said, like America is not looking at working the same way because we're not getting the same value like we used to get back when our mothers and fathers were able to work a job and get a 401k plan where just the father could go to work and the mother could stay at home with the kids like that. The, those days are dead. I mean, nowadays they have situations where you got the both of the parents working and still can't make it. It's barely and the bare essentials and the bare goods are continuing to getting higher and higher and the dollars getting devalued. And then you're getting, uh, you know, political officials, coming into the office saying, oh, there's, there's, there's tax to rich and give to the poor, but at the same time, there's really not, there's the ebb and flow is really not in the favor of the people. Yeah. And a lot of people are getting fed up with it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you can come up with as many deals, online sales and all that stuff as you want. But like I said, if we get back to the true essence of what really matters, then we can understand that uh, we are being manipulated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just think Sometimes I think some people get so far and down on themselves. Uh, I've seen a young man post on social media that, that you know, I'm, I'm just such a failure. And I said, well, what is it? That, and to myself, I'm thinking, like, what is it that you're trying to do? Because the fact that you're able to even put this text on to social, media. social media lets me know that you already own a cell phone. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just be like, yo, it's just we get so far away from what really matters and what <laughs> that we're surviving and making it yeah. that, you know, these conversations just be like, yo, it's crazy how they're manipulating and controlling and swaying the people and only harming us. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't take much to make sure that the society could be balanced and equal. You know, look what, what uh, your guy posted recently, uh, Elon Musk, where he was like, you know, I guess $6 billion to end world hunger. Like just yeah. put a good plan together, 
and let it be uh to where everybody can see it. I mean, show me something. I'll give you six billion dollars today. Like and then like that's easy. That's very easy for him, for uh Jeff Bezos. Anybody can end world hunger. Jeff Bezos sending all these trucks and stuff like you can send all free food to people. Yeah. I say you could be sending out food to people's houses, making sure people got food for a cheap price or, you know, whatever you want. But but the thing was that that would bring that when if they were to, to do that. See, you really and this is the connections. There is really only five companies, five to six companies that run the world. Yeah. And yep. food, technology, mm-hmm. um, food and beverage, media. It all comes down. If you look at uh, somebody put together like a, a mind map and they connected all of the companies and who owns who, and there's only five to six companies that own everything. See, that's crazy. So just imagine somebody puts in a bill, however much you're saying that Elon Musk would do. But what his con his his statement was, we need to see it on the books. None of the money goes to the politicians. No, none of this money goes to the corporations. Mm-hmm. This money goes to the food and the people, and and that's it. That's yes, it. That will bring down the prices because now you got supply and demand. Yep. <laughs> so now, just dumping that money into the economy for food and beverage and 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 all that kind of stuff. Now it will bring down the prices, and the companies don't want that. No, no. So he knows that. Yeah, he knows that. Yep. So that's why he was putting the politicians in hands. Like, are you going to go with the corporation, or are you going to go with the po- for the people? And that's where the true colors come from. <laughs> that's what exactly. And like, oh, so it's really about you and your personal gain. It has nothing to do about the common man and woman. It, no, it's not. Because you won't be able to play the game. Yeah. That, that takes the fun out of the game, out of me saying, I have more than you. Look at me. Look at my name. Look at my status. And, <laughs> you know? and, yeah, and saying, oh, I'm, I'm a politician for the people. How could you be a politician and be millionaires mm-hmm. off of back room negotiations mm-hmm. i mean that should be illegal right right off the bat no politician should be making millions of dollars no at all and i have no problem with saying okay let's give a politician a car to get around maybe some food vouchers you know what i'm saying Operate- I, don't, I, don't, I don't even say pay for his food i don't care yeah. you know what i'm saying they're, if, as long as they're working and, and connecting with people and you know yeah that's what I said Jeff they could be covered across the board we give them a decent salary yeah you know the millions of dollars is crazy I said you should be measured within your community how much they make okay boom you're you're adding value to your community so we're going to add value to you in dollars so you can be happy and content in your life and want to do more and help yeah. others but once we make it about you just making a, million, a bunch of bunch of million millions of dollars. You're going to start thinking about you and yours. You're not going to be thinking about the common man and woman because at the end of the day, like I always said, the common man and woman really don't want to do nothing. They really just want to chill and relax. And, and they don't think of the the common man or woman. I know. To, I know. To the, but, but listen, <laughs> to bring it back to this case, to the point that they are covering up 
sex abused children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's how separated they are to humanity. Oh, yeah. With Ghislaine, yeah. Yeah. They know. They knew. Just like they knew about Weinstein in in Hollywood. They knew about the predators that are for all those young actors. They knew about the Disney guy who was a known pedophile and and rapist, and they kept him on the books. They fired him and then rehired him a couple years later Mm -hmm. and put him around children again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They know these people are preying on human, you know, people that are trying to struggle and make it, and then, or just going out and stealing kids and robbing, you know, taking people's, these young kids' innocence, and allowing these rich people to do whatever they want to do. Whatever, whatever they want to do. Whatever they want to do. And it wasn't until, and this is again, so I'm going to come back to, to my belief, it wasn't until Trump wrote the laws and put together an actual multi-tiered task force for sex trafficking until all this came out. You didn't hear none of this stuff mm-hmm. before Trump. Yeah. Because he knew that this was the key to take all of the politicians down. He knew it. And he even said it in some yeah. of his speeches. He, he yeah. alluded to it. Yeah. Because, because it's started, crimes against humanity. Yeah, he, he started with that whole thing from the beginning where I, I don't want any money. I don't want to be paid for anything. I'm donating all my money back. I'm making, I'm getting all the lobbying. Look at it. Look at all the stuff that they do. Look at, look yeah. at, look at it. They're slobs. They're just taking all of your money. And I just, Trump's like, seriously, I just want to gloat and shine and just really help the people. I said, this is what it should really be. Just give me all my affirmations that Trump, you're the greatest ever. You do all these great things. At the same time, I give the money <coughs> to people. Why you can't give the money to the people? Why you can't help, help, help the common man and woman to make sure? Because what Trump understands is the fact that the people that actually help build America, you know, are the common, you know, man and women that help, you know, keep things together. But even still, the people who need help. I said, people, this, there should be some, some kind of balance. But with this new regime that you see in here, you you see us going back to the, oh, all talk, no show, and the well, only thing that's it's being benefited is those who aren't from the country. While at the same time, we're trying to find ways to bring more of them into the country, and it just goes along to those connections of the uh the Epstein's and the Soros and everybody like. Why are you continuously trying to bring a unity of, of make this whole connection? Everybody's working in cahoots because you want to control everybody as a whole. But like I said, we're not going to allow people to uh, speak over our lives. And I said, a lot of people are starting to become more wise yeah. to, to, to what's taking place, you know, and, and people are tuning in and, uh, you know, people that are creating their own shows and, even with the uh the Tim Pool cast, he has something great that he's putting together. He's putting together like a whole facility, um, creating like a publication thing. You what you better be careful of because you see what happened over there with uh Project Veritas. I mean, that yeah. kind of stuff, man. They they're on top of you. They actually got swatted the other day. Uh, the Tim Pool uh, uh podcast where somebody called SWAT and lied and said that they killed and had bodies hidden in the house during their live segment. Like you had to stop it and everything it was kind of crazy, and I was like, "Wow!" Wait, say that again. What happened? Um, a podcast. They somebody swatted them. 
somebody called uh SWAT and said that they had bodies of people inside of their uh apartment or inside of their house and the SWAT showed up during one of their live during their live segment with Officer Tatum for the Officer Tatum on podcast. He was there and um the police came and it was good that uh he he jumped up and went out there and he was able to reconcile everything. But you know, in those kind of situations, people do that with the intentions of the SWAT team coming in there shooting at you, doing something crazy. Yeah. So that's the whole, like, you know, they didn't get what they intended for, but that's what happened, you know, to them. But I, I'm just saying with them creating uh, their facility, trying to get bigger, I said, you have to be careful because these uh, connections that the people have at the top, they're only going to allow you to do so much. You know what I'm saying? They really want to allow you. Like, look at Jeff Bezos. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that guy came up, but like, realistically, you don't think he's just there like, I could end world hunger today. I could give everybody $10 million right now if I wanted to. Like, yeah. I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of my people that subscribe to Amazon, I can make sure they refund them millions of dollars right into their accounts. I could just do that today. <laughs> I can give everybody 10000 But I won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's it. Because it takes away from the competition. But even still, you know, not you show if you get people money. Somebody told him not to do that. There's a- Boy, somebody told him, hey, listen, we'll allow you to. I, this is my belief. Okay. This is, I don't have proof about this. But when you get to be that powerful, somebody gave you that power. Yeah. There, there's an entrance fee into that realm of power. Mm-hmm. There's an entrance fee for the Bill Gates, for the Bezos, yeah. for, for those individuals. And I think that that's why um, Elon Musk. There's such a, a, um, like a haze over him. You don't know where he stands. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think I think he kind of went around some of the system, and or maybe reneged on 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 what he needed to do to get that power. But he's just, you know, I think he's just. He's an anomaly where he's just so smart. He can think of these things and get them done. Um, and nobody thought that an electric car would be this big. No, ever. You know, nobody thought that somebody would make us uh, a space, you know, a rocket to go to space and make money off of it. Yeah. But, you know, see, that, that and that's one of the, uh, like, I, I'm not as uh, educated to even get as deep into the sciences and what he understands when it comes to the Tesla, the Nikola Tesla, you know, type of stuff. Because yeah. back then with that ACDC power stuff, I mean, that conversation, if you get into some of that kind, I said, yo, the, the stuff that this guy knew back then, I, that's, what, that's what Elon Musk understands. Like, now nah, he just has a mind to kind of grasp it. That's why he he marketed that, that after the Tesla. Because even with that electric car, he just shows you right now, like, yo, we don't even need gas. He said he already did us a service. Yeah. He already did the world a service by, by pushing that and making that like, yo, you can go out there and get a Tesla right now. This thing drive crazy. You know, it's only going to be a, a, a moment in time before you know a time our kids, you know, have kids. It'll be a time where, you know, Teslas are there as used cars. You can get a used Tesla. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But. For the most part, you want a, a car, an electric car. I said, 
that's something I'm thinking about. Let me touch a million dollars. I said, yeah, I'll get some nice little other car. But I said, uh, I'll definitely make sure I get an electric car because you can't, you can't go wrong with that. But uh, well, I, I there was a mechanic uh, I saw a special on Tesla, and mm-hmm. there was a mechanic in out west that was the largest on the west coast to convert a regular car to electric car. So all these rich people were saying, "Hey, I don't want, I don't want, I want a cool looking electric car. I don't want this little box." box. So they were getting like their Audis. They were getting, you know, all their their high end BMWs, Mercedes Benz. They were getting those turned to electric, and they would go and it would, you know, they would he would charge them like one hundred fifty, two hundred thousand dollars to convert it. Mm. But what was happening is as Tesla got bigger, his clientele got smaller and he he finally said, listen, don't just buy a Tesla. <laughs> yeah, started converting. He, he stopped doing it and, and just changed his business because he realized not only is Tesla um, doing it the right way, but every part that is stamped off a of Tesla for Tesla Elon controls every part and every part is made to the best ability where you go buy a Ford, a Chevy, or any other car, those parts are garbage and they only last X amount of years. Yeah. Every part is made to last. Every part that, that, that goes into that car is the highest quality. That's right. And when he, when he looked at the cars that were coming in, he actually ended up buying Tesla. <laughs> he was like, "What you know? Why would I create a new car? Because I'm taking these old parts and, and having to do this and 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 fixing them, just just you know, just like I would if it wasn't electric. So let me get a Tesla, and it'll last forever." Yeah, see, that's a that that's, and that, and that's what I said. Like, just that that type of mindset. Those are the type of uh people that we need to uh. To, to, to create uh, that understands to create let me create something that's more i mean of course it's still being sold on the market or whatever you know you got to price and stuff to it but that's only because production and everything else i mean people make it i mean how our economy sucks you know that people have to be charged and you know all of that rather than just living in this um utopic society where everybody can just kind of much just barter and you know do for others and just help each other out that'll be cool but like we say the 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 topic of everything is just these connections have to be broken up at the end of the day like but we talk about those connections but i said we have to break uh uh, uh, those connections up at some point man you know i just i just want to say for me i want to say in my final closing um minutes it's just that uh, I I've always had a, a affinity of working with children and being around ch- uh you know kids and just always looking at children and looking at uh you know younger teenagers even twenty year olds I see the job and I always just think like you know I, I want to protect my children and in this world is so dangerous you know their manipulation there's uh you know accidents that could take place so many different things so when i hear these stories of you know the galen maxwell the epsteins 
and we think about the control because it really comes down to sex, money, and drugs. At the end of the day, people at the higher ups want these connections. They want to keep their deviated behavior. They want to keep the money. They want to keep the drugs, everything, and exploit the people at the bottom ourselves for our talents, our gifts, our work, our labor, whatever it be, and just exploit and extract. And there's movies out there that paint these pictures and understanding of these different, uh, of, of these realities that we talk about all the time on this podcast is that how the common man is only here to be used and extracted and exploited. And if you don't get, if you don't um, want to be a part of this game, then you'll either be exploited. And that's fine. And see, that's, that's what you need to say people that you don't have to feel exploited. You just utilize a way to create resources for your family to be able to survive. And I said, if this discussion was put together that way, I think we will live more in an understanding to where we don't have to side with anybody. We don't have to be against anyone. We don't have to be felt like we have to pledge allegiance to a certain group or even look into, look into these titles and all that. Because that's what happens is a lot of these big names, they get these titles and they want the power and the control. That's all falsehood. Power and control is only given because people give uh they give merit. You know what I'm saying? That's the only reason. Yeah. And that's the only reason why the Oscars is the Oscars. That's the only reason why the Emmys is the Emmys. That's the only reason why these rewards, because every people are other stars are validating you and said, Yeah, yeah, we do think that's a thing. So since you got it, wow, I you know that that's all it is. And people get so far away from that simple of reality that we find ourselves having. But uh, is there anything to say in the final? Well, I mean, even just to the point that I think that uh, a lot of our society is waking up. I mean, even to the point mm -hmm. about the Oscars and and all the those type of accolades, they're not even going to do it this year because mm. nobody's watching it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's nobody cares about these these mm -hmm. these types of things anymore um, because they see the the i guess the inconsistencies mm -hmm. in what they say and their actions yeah yeah so you know they line up these celebrities they line up these politicians to say stuff and then all of a sudden they turn around i mean just to, i think like last week or two weeks ago um aoc from new york mm -hmm went down to Florida and partied with no mask, no nothing. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about everybody wear two masks and 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 mask up and, and protect themselves and vac vaccine and vaccine. But everybody's going down to Florida to have fun. The one state that is not mandating anything. Yeah. And so why would you stand true to who you are? If that's how you really feel, why would you not fight and argue for that up here? Yeah. And when you look at the states that are doing well right now, you're seeing that every state that is doing well, Texas, Florida, some of the mid middle um, states that are all Republican ran, they were the, the states that did not do any mandates. Mm -hmm. They didn't force people to get vaccines. They said, we're going to supply it. It's your choice. We're not shutting down any stores. We're not doing any of that. And their economies are booming right now to the point that everybody's trying to 
leave their country, their their state, and move to these these other states. I bet. <laughs> so, you know, people are waking up. People are seeing the the inconsistencies in what's going on. But I I, I do believe there has to be. We have to show that there are consequences to the lies that are being told to us. And that's what we don't see as a society. We haven't seen one person out in public get in trouble for lying to the people (coughs) and then being discovered that they lied. Yep. Yep. Like Fauci. Fauci should be brought up on crimes against humanity. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you really think about it, the lies that were told to the people just on COVID alone, that, that the shot was approved, that the FDA approved the shot. Guess what? They have not given out the approved shot in America as of yet. So every shot or jab that everybody got in America was not approved by the FDA so far. Mm-hmm. The shot that is approved, they will never give it to them because because they're, they're not going to make money off of that. And they would be held accountable because that shot is not approved for all ages. Mm-hmm. So there's a law that was made. I'm just going to throw this out there. There was a law. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Yep. Um, that Ronald Reagan signed off on in like 83 or something, 84 or something like that that Ronald Reagan signed off on to say that if a vaccine is good for all ages, then the vaccine company will not be held accountable for any um, issues, like any, you know, um, any type of uh, people dying or whatever. They're not held accountable. The government will pay for that in that fund that we talked about a long time ago. So there's a fund that the government puts money into that's taxed on all the medicine. And when that money is taxed on the medicine, it goes into a fund and pays off all these people that maybe, you know, you, your, your kid gets a vaccine and all of a sudden their arm doesn't work. Right. You get 250,000 for that. Yep. Okay. But the, but the vaccine company is never held accountable. They don't, they don't, they, you can never sue the vaccine company. Yeah. But the, but that's only if it's open for all ages for the vaccines. So if you, that's why they're pushing the vaccine for the kids so that they can get all the way down to the, to, to, to a low age. So then they can approve this, this vaccine that they're giving out over in America right now. But any side effects, yep. In the future, yep. And so they won't have to pay out. So right now, if anybody has side effects, they can go after the com- the company. Easily, yep. Say straight up, yeah, and not worry about, because like you said, normally it would just be a cash payout. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so all I'm saying is these things that we, we these lies that people have been telling us, yeah. there's no consequences. So the people don't even believe they don't know if it's a lie or not they they know it they feel it but when there's no consequences what does that tell them oh okay what does that tell what does that tell you when you see all this corruption but there's no consequences 
either you got to jump into the to the corruption or you just got to live with it. Yeah, you got to see that that's always either one which way the pendulum going to swing. That always comes down to that like it always comes down. So, you know, you look at these, you know, a lot of street people, they jump into the corruption. Why? Because there's no there's no predator. Why what are they doing any different than what the the vaccine companies are doing? Predator, predator, prey. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, you pray. I mean, there is consequences to them, and they weigh those consequences because um, they don't want those those street um, pharmaceutical companies, the street pharmaceuticals, to <laughs> be more powerful than them. Yeah. So they've got all the laws in their books. They've got all the politicians. War on drugs. But where's the war on the real drugs that are killing American people right now? Because mm. it's it's not heroin, it's not crack. Because <laughs> every commercial you see, you see, uh, you know, I, I watched a. Because now I got some different apps on my phone uh, on my TV, so I'm watching different apps, and there's commercials on some of the the shows that I've been watching. Mm-hmm. And it was for a drug, and I just started laughing because I looked at my wife. I said, "Did you hear that? There was like twenty side effects." <laughs> yeah, I know they be mumbling it off. And- yeah, may cause thoughts of suicide, may cause this and cause that, and it was a it was a sleeping um, pill, and they even said you may do um, do things without remembering them. Yeah, like like cleaning your house and and going to work. <laughs> what? So, you know, so I, all I'm saying is yes, the people are starting to wake up, but until we see accountability, things will not change. And the first part of this accountability is seeing that this trial that we know was the uh Maxwell and, and Epstein, we we know that that this is going to take down some big time players yeah. if it all comes out. The reason why the transcripts and nothing was shown from the trial was because the trial itself is leading to other indictments. And so they're keeping it all hush until they can get those other indictments. Those other indictments are, are um, I was told that this week, I believe it's this week, the agreement between the first Epstein, um, there was a, a Epstein got was on uh, got in trouble years ago mm-hmm. for sex abuse and sex trafficking, and he got off scot free and never even did anything. He was supposed to be on like house arrest, never leave the state. He was flying all over the place. Nobody cared. Everybody knew that he was a sexual predator, and they still did business. He made more money after he got arrested and got in trouble for sex trafficking than he did before. Wow. See, he could still be alive. We don't even know that. And he could still be alive, exactly. So when we see as a society that there's no consequences, it, 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 it messes with our minds. I mean, just think about kids growing up. A parent can yell all they want. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. You don't do this in life. You got to do this. But if you don't give that kid consequences, they never learn. Never learn. 
They never, they never change their patterns to do better. And now we're seeing a society who have watched the mainstream media and know all this stuff and has not seen any consequences. And so we see Karens pop up. We mm -hmm. see all these people who, who, who don't respect government, who don't respect police officers, who don't, you know, because they feel like there's no consequences. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and that's what I'm saying. The behavior just becomes perpetuated yeah. over and over and over. And like you said, dude, you don't see the consequences. Then you like you just, you just become a part of it. So. You just be a part of it. And so, and then you take out the structure of our society, which is law and order. And any politician pushing law and order is on the fringe. On they're the not. They're looked upon as evil people. <laughs> and so, you know, so we just, you know, the conversation today was great. I really appreciate it. And, <laughs> and I hope that people really saw it wasn't just a whole bunch of bunny trails. These, these connections are real. There is corruption going on like we've never seen it before. And, and what I would say is in any situation, if you're listening, go do the research. Look at the company. Look at the CEO. Yeah. Find out what, what boards do they sit on. It's all public knowledge. Yep. And if you look at what they're sitting on, you're going to see the connections that they have and, and who's influencing them. Even to the point, I didn't even bring this up, and then I'm going to close. I'm sorry, I keep on going. But this guy, David Rumpstein, is on the board to the, and I don't know the name of the school college, but it is the main college for the CCP, the, the, the Chinese Communist Party. Mm -hmm. It is the college that every government official has to go to before they become uh, a, a communist part of the communist party the last two the last two um people like i don't know who they are presidents or whatever they are leaders of the communist party they went to this college this guy david rumsteins is on the board to that college and remember how we we talked a long time ago about the connection and how China is opening up Chinese colleges all over America and pushing the communist. Yeah. yeah. Remember that? That's why he's on the board. Because now he can come back and talk to Harvard. And Harvard was the com was the school that actually gave Wuhan the information to do what they did with the virus. <laughs> So these are all connections. It is. It is. It's, 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 it's all connected. It's crazy, but it is. And that's what we tell the people all the time. I said, listen, you got to go out there and connect these dots. I said, these, these dots are major dots that you connect. And you just be sitting back like, yo. And then they just chalk it up. Oh, conspiracy theory, theory talk because nobody gets, you know, in trouble for it. You know, nobody. Yeah. There's no public link. There's no accountability. So they can say, oh, that's just conspiracy theory. Only thing that happens is they 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 are a disgraceful character, and that's just their way of getting out of out of being exposed over and over again. But uh but like I said, for the most like I said, so this it was a great show, man. Yeah. Like I said, I, I we 
Um, do this once a week. Thank you for uh, tuning in and listening. Um, just make sure that you continue to continue to connect these dots and look up these names, these Halliburtons, these uh, Carlisle groups. Um, 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 the Rums- Black Rock is another one. Black Rock, yeah. Just, I mean, look up these these names, look up these people, and 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 and, and connect the dots. You know. All right, Jeff, man. Till next time, bro. You take care. All right. Till next time, man. Peace. Peace.